Hi, and welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the fan podcast for the Kevin and Bean creative universe. This is episode um, four, five, 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 five-ish. Um, sure. I'm here today with Jennifer Sunshine and listener Edwin. Today, we're going to talk about Kevin and Bean on KLOS, the podcast roundup. And listener Edwin's going to go over the week that was 2010. So this week, Kevin and Bean on KLOS with the Slug Monstrosity. Well, are we going to talk about the big news, which was that Jen was mentioned? Briefly mentioned, and it was, um, they just had a thing on Twitter. And now, breaking news, boy! So, anyway, they were on Twitter and saying just, hey, how, who's the furthest person listening to the show? And so I knew I wasn't, but I just put in where I was from anyway. And so it was just a mention of where I live, that was all. But it was fun. That's that's, That's what we've missed. You get a lot of it in the Ralph Report, but you, that's it's a listener engagement, so it's really kind of fun. Oh yeah, and you were on the Ralph Report too, right? Uh, that was last week, and I got the happy hit. <laughs> um, no, but we got Lisa May on KLOF. Oh, calling wasn't that in. awesome? Did you hear Lovely. that, Chris? That was Wednesday. So I remember, like I said, I got a Walkman, so I broke it out of storage. So I'm listening to KLOS and I'm like, should I keep listening? I've heard like three ACDC songs. Maybe I could take a break. But I'm like, no, nah, Kevin's on. So I, I put it back in and Lisa calls in. It was unbelievable. I texted my brother and sister and I, I think I sent a message to Jen. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. How great was that? <laughs> it was yeah, cool I gotta... because then it's at the end, she starts doing like she's doing traffic. Yeah. But she was giving them directions to her fitness club or whatever she's got out in Palm Springs. It was, it was so super cute and fun and light. It was awesome. Yeah, I got to catch up. Thank God uh, Kevin Stockdale's doing the Lord's work and putting that all on the internet for us. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, and then, well, then speaking we have... of KLOS, we were mentioning that Ralph was on again. He did his sliced alone impression on Friday. What was he talking about on, on that, as Sylvester Stallone? That he had a winery, I think. They were talking uh, about yeah. celebrities that had wines. Yeah. See, here's one thing I wonder. Is Ralph going to be on KLOS on their show? Is it going to be Kevin, Ralph, and Sluggo? I mean, he's calling in a lot. What do you guys think? I hope so. I hope I think so. it'd be great. I'd, great, exactly. I think, be, and I would love to see. Okay, I don't know KLOS's budget, but Dave's still looking for a job, so maybe put the King of Mexico back over there, and maybe kind of. And and, and it's so funny because on a cup of tea, a bean was giving Kevin shit because he hadn't mentioned their podcast or anything. <laughs> but so like, so is Bean going to come on KLOS? I know they did mention it on their show, but I wonder if maybe Bean or Ali will make a. Uh, visit as well. I don't know. I mean, the cool thing is because it's completely a different company. They don't have all those legal chains that they had with K Rock. And plus, KLOS hasn't seemed to be uptight about Kevin talking about the old days. Not at which all. Which makes sense. If you hire Kevin, why would you say don't talk about your 30 year Hall of Fame career? Right. So, you know, they talk about old stories all the time, talk about being, talk about K Rock. So, I don't know. I'm just yeah. wondering. Ralph has been on so much. I've always wanted Ralph and Kevin to get back together. I wonder if yeah. it could happen. Yeah, yeah. It, de- it definitely seems like Kayla West is trying to get um, that old, get all the listeners from Kevin and Bean to come in. And so talk about the old stuff, talk about, bring on anybody from the old show. Well, yeah, it's so. smart too, because the other day when Kevin, they came back from music, welcome back to the world famous 
and then Sluggo kind of caught it. But they make fun of it and it's light. And it's like, I mean, after 30 years of saying that, of course, he's going to, you know. And But Sluggo works at K-Rock as well. And they're old, old friends. And so there's just the levity that, of that show and their, uh, their chemistry together is really fun as well. And so and the cool thing is because it's a evening uh, show, or afternoon show, or your drive home or whatever there's there is a lot of music so they don't have to have so much content like they had on the morning show that's for true sure. it's like all music <laughs> yeah my sister goes i want more talking less music <laughs> I, it's I'm probably a way. break for kevin he's like this is a breeze oh does mm. anyone think sluggo sounds like jensen carp no. every time he starts talking i'm like it's jensen and then oh no it's sluggo no not at all no okay my brother told me that. I thought that. Uh-uh, no. No, Jen. Okay. Just no. me. He doesn't sound Kermit the Frog enough. How's that? <laughs> I don't think, yeah. I mean, maybe there's a little... I've, I've been listening to Sluggo for so long, though, because um, he's also on Sirius. It seems like uh, KLOS is trying to go away from a corporate format and try and bring in just radio personalities and build around that. So they seem to be doing everything... The opposite of what every other radio station is out there. Thank They're God. The Anti-intercom, aren't they? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I've lived in California my whole life, and I almost never listened to KLOS my whole life. And now it's like every day I listen to it. So yeah. their strategy is working for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love, love, love to see their the, the numbers from yeah. their social media accounts, see, yeah. from the Nielsen rating, from everything. I would love to see their numbers and their demographics. Yeah, definitely would be good to see see mm-hmm. what they what they're getting out of it. Yeah. Okay, up <laughs> next let's do the uh podcast roundup. Click that mouse and open your browser, pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Laugh so hard that you'll start spewing Kevin and Bane. Podcast. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well done. It was another great week for podcasts. Lots of interviews. Plenty of funny, and then some more serious topics, too. If we could start off with the funny here. on Great news with Kevin and Mike. One of the funny things that I wanted to bring up, as always, they have their, you know, feel-good stories that go through the whole segment and, you know, just uplift you with that. Uh, But Kevin was talking about uh, uh, pay it forward at fast food restaurants. Now, have you guys heard these stories where the person in front of you pays for your meal and then you pay for the person behind you mm-hmm. those type of things yeah i've heard of that uh, so one time they did uh recently they did a a one of those stories where it lasted 900 cars and pretty much the weekend and this week kevin brought up how he was in the same scenario i don't know if you remember the story remember uh the D- dairy queen story where nine yeah, 900 <laughs> 900 cars in a row paid for a blizzard for the car behind him that is pay it forward. Yes, agreed. Because we had a story, I believe, uh, a couple episodes back where someone's like, is this paying it forward? We're like, no, that's just, no, it's just two get, people involved. Reciprocation. Yes. Yeah. So this happened for three days straight at a Dairy Queen. All right. 900 cars would pay for the food behind them. So I wanted to give you an update. Okay. So I went to Taco Bell. Okay. <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a special night. I love that Kevin got COVID twice, and he's like, I'm going to double down on my health. <laughs> Get to drive through Taco Bell, watch it down with a little Mickey D. <laughs> um, so I go to Taco Bell and I order and I'm, you know, getting my money out and I pull up to the window. <laughs> yeah. 
And the woman says to me, the guy in front of you paid for your food. Oh, no way. And I said, what? And she goes, the guy in front of you paid for your food. And I said, I was very confused. I said, why? And she said, he's just nice. So then did you say, so then, thanks, take it on. Take it then easy. I remember this story, yeah. and I was like, I wonder where I am in this chain of 900. This has to be another one of those. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that I do my part and pay for the guy behind me. Did you ask, though? Did you go, hey, is how many guys have no. Okay. No, it didn't even occur to me okay. to ask. I just thought, oh, I'm in the middle of this story. Yeah. I need to make sure and really keep it going. Because okay. if I don't, then yeah. I'm the lame one that broke the chain. Did you look back behind you and there was a like suburban full of 12 people? No. That, okay, good. No. But uh, I told the, the woman in the drive-thru, I'll pay for the guy behind me. Okay. And she says these words, uh, there's no one behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Zero yeah. Now, did it occur to me to give her eight bucks or whatever it is, you ten bucks? Yeah. And just say, no, it didn't occur to me. I was very disappointed. No, I support that. I was very sad. I was like, oh, man, I thought it was a 900 car thing. <laughs> did she laugh at you? Um, she sort of snickered, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's someone behind you (laughs) and i literally pulled out like a little bummed because i wasn't a part of that yeah that's kevin that's awesome yeah so there kevin just kind of got the little womp 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 when he tried to pay it forward to the next car on uh the janky town we also had omar got in trouble for a commercial he played it this goes to show you how some kevin and bean humor doesn't play in every market and there was a piece I wrote, which I thought was very funny. And uh, I guess <laughs> listeners didn't think it was funny, and we started uh, getting what? complaints. Yeah, Shut up. Oh, what, what yeah. Was it? In what market? As far as I know, the only complaints that were coming in was in San Francisco. And it was some sort of some <laughs> sort tight up there. <laughs> it was some sort of thing, um, and uh, you know, you guys can make the judgment call. I don't remember verbatim what I wrote, but it was something like, Hey, uh, it's two minute promise time. It's faster than getting a COVID test unless you're in China because they have the anal swabs out there. Ouch. That looks like it hurts. That was it. And I guess people heard anal and they got offended. So, yeah, he wasn't intending to offend anybody, but he wanted to make a little quick joke. And apparently it didn't go over well with most of the market because he was a commercial. It was a commercial that because he runs different commercial spots for, okay, okay. As, as if you know by the drinking game, 16 mm-hmm. stations. So right. anytime you mention 16 stations, you got to drink. Um, ah. <laughs> so he does 16 stations and a whole bunch of markets. And uh, that time it didn't quite go over quite as well. I think I um, listened to that episode. Wasn't that the one where Beer Mug was kind of mopey? You guys hate me. Was that the one? No, that's the one where they interview Dr. Drew. That's so this is where it gets serious. They released a a YouTube interview with Dr. Drew, and then they incorporated that in their Sunday episode, their their Monday episode. So they played a little bit of their own podcast, and then they did the Dr. Drew interview in that. And then they did a couple of other things on there. That was that was at the very beginning of that podcast where they were just talking about different things that happened to them in different markets and how um, Omar got in trouble for for the different things he does 
they were beer mug was teasing him about how he works so much and he's on call all the time so at a moment's notice he, he could get a call and, and oh yeah yeah i like, heard that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be like dallas is out you need to get on <clears throat> and fix yeah. it on uh, a cup of tea and a chat with ali and bean some of the funny things was um bean doesn't know how car accidents work apparently with tiger woods he was unsure why charges weren't pressed since he was in a single car accident and no other property was damaged and he was expecting charges to be brought up. He really, yeah, he has trouble with car accidents and heart attacks. Doesn't yeah. understand how they work. And <laughs> Ali was trying to tell him, you know, if you don't hit anybody, it's just an accident and you pay for your car, you know, and he just wasn't getting that concept. It was a very funny back and forth between them because it, as a listener, I'm like, it was, it was a car accident. You don't, you don't get charged if you crash your car on your own. And going into the more serious things that they talked about, uh, as we mentioned before on uh, Janky Town, they did have an interview with Dr. Drew. They talked about Bam Margera. Yeah, yeah he's, so, uh, it sounds like he's going off the rails, right? Because they're yeah. trying to film a movie. And he can't get insured because I guess he's back addicted to something, right? I did hear that one, yes. Yeah, he's got to go in through a bunch of checks and a bunch of things just to be on, in film. And so they had to let him go. And I feel bad for him because he's been on hold waiting for this whole year of COVID to get to filming. And then right at the when they're going to go back to filming, they let him go. But it, it's a pretty, if you watch that video and if you listen to the episode, it's a pretty rough thing to go through. It's, it's, it's pretty rough for him, I could see. And yeah, there's a lot of concern and everybody's just going like, you know, you guys shouldn't bully him for, you know, going back or encourage him to be back. Because apparently there's people tweeting at him, you know, don't let anybody tell you what to do and things like that. So well, didn't he also want people to like sabotage the movie? It's like, yeah. if you're my fan, you know, boycott it or something. Boycott yeah, something's the movie. Something's going on. Yeah, boycott the movie and send me a dollar through Venmo. That's right, that's right. And if and if you send me $100, I'll remember your name and write it down somewhere. So I, it it was all, it was all very, uh, uh, very shady and kind of weird. And we just all, and they just all hope. And we just all hope that, you know, the guy figures out and gets through it, you know. And gets gets the help and recovers. And then on Ali and Bean, they interviewed uh, Richard Cheese of Richard Cheese and oh, Lounge. Yeah, Against that was awesome. Machine. Yeah, he's in the new movie called Barb and Star Go to Del Mar, and he played some songs and Vista Del Mar. Vista Del Mar, yeah. And he played some songs yeah. on there. And I got to tell you, you know, somebody that listens to jazz a lot, it's not bad. You know, he did a a version of the edmund fitzgerald that was that was pretty good i was like i love that <laughs> this is you know these are real instruments they sound like real instruments it was uh really fast and that was the first time the record of the edmund fitzgerald was interesting so yeah if you guys can uh, if, if everybody can listen to that and listen to um listen to some richard cheese and watch the movie that'd be cool yeah that movie is wasn't it produced by Kristen wig right yeah yeah and he goes into how he got. And they, the, he did an original song for it. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, he did a, a few original songs, is what I understand. And he makes a. He comes out a lot in it. I gotta. I gotta rent that movie as soon as I get a chance. Now that guy, Mark 
what's his name? Mark Davis. Mark Jonathan Davis. That's right. He's been on Kevin and Bean forever. He did the Bob Hope impression, right? That's right. Back he in the old, the old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a very intelligent guy, very funny guy. And he did that. And Paul, the 55-year-old intern, that was another voice he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Paul. Very that funny was... guy, yeah. Yeah. One quick thing. Oh. Did you guys hear at the end of Friday's podcast, Bean said that he's going to play, he's going to be off Monday. And he's going to play like an interview with an old guy. I mean, a real old guy. Yes, they're going to do. <laughs> like, what is going on? But I, okay, I hope he won't get mad, but I do have a clip from that guy. To take the ferry cost a nickel. And in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt. So I don't know. I'm glad Bean's getting a day off, but I don't know about his choice of guest hosts. On the Ralph report this week, uh, Ralph and Eddie just kind of were giving each other a little bit of rubbing back and forth. I don't know how they can't pronounce words. They keep screwing stuff up. Today, in the year 1961, oh, um, wow, I got the guy's oh, name wrong. Is he Klingon? Come on, man. You fiend. I say a lot of words on this show, okay? Once in a while, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mess a thing up. I mispronounce anoleum. Linoleum. linoleum. I didn't practice it. That's a problem. Well, who to has to practice linoleum? I do, apparently. It's just a thing that everyone knows. I it's, mess up a word, it's, it's three days worth of phone it's calls. Linoleum, because mine linoleum. thing I'm messing up is Mohammed the Fifth Ibn Yusuf, Sultan of Morocco. That's what I messed up. Well, you have twenty Not years. fucking you have, linoleum. You have twenty years in radio. You shouldn't do that. You were a stand-up comedian who talks on stage for the, the giant yep. chunks of time. But I can choose which words not to say, and and linoleum has never been in my act, on for a reason. You fiend. <laughs> I have something to say about mispronouncing words. Now, remember when George Bush was yeah. president? He used to say nuclear all the time. Oh, yeah. And I used to make fun of it all the time. Then I eventually stopped being able to say nuclear and just started saying nuclear. And so, so everybody, every now and then oh, someone no. will catch me or I'll catch myself and I'll just feel, I'll just feel uh, really dumb. But, you know, that's how, that's what happens with my mispronunciation. Yeah, they, remember they did a call in or on that. What was Beans? It was entrepreneur. He couldn't yes. do that. Allie couldn't do amphitheater. Yes. Yeah, amphitheater. <laughs> and yeah. then oh when she God, started saying it wrong, nice. then I couldn't say it right. Yes, right. That always happens. <laughs> Kevin's was all of English words, right? Yes, Kevin was any <laughs> any words, all words. Uh, uh, let's talk about the party machine on KLOS. The fun thing is when somebody calls in and says, Fresno, what, you, what are you sipping? Or when somebody called in and requested Don't Bogart, that joint. Somebody called in for Dwight Yoakam's cover of Purple Rain. Yeah, they were doing, it was like cover song Friday, they said. And I think they also expanded it to just be a party machine. Yeah, covers all weekend. And then, but on the Kevin and Slogo show, it was kind of like a party machine after that. Or before the weekend, yeah. All right. How about we get here the week that was 2010? Okay, this was February 22 to 26. Now, of course, Victor Fuentes was still kind of new, so even the Afro callers were getting out on the action with Victor Fuentes. Oh, Victor Fuentes! Victor Fuentes! Victor Fuentes! 
a great afro call now the 22nd was drew barrymore's birthday and of course we know who drew barrymore's biggest fan is good morning kevin bean hi lisa hi duan what's going on nothing and i like to sing happy belated birthday to drew barrymore all right that her birthday was yesterday right uh it was on the 22nd okay happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Drew Barrymore. Happy birthday to you. Okay, so first thing, even though he's like the biggest fan, he missed the birthday. <laughs> he called <laughs> the next day, which cracks me up. Now listen to the end of this. This is one thing I love about DeWan. He kind of just peters out at the end, and it always cracks me up. And also today is my dad's 50th birthday. Wow. Oh. How about Big that? Big week for you, Dewan. Everyone, everyone important to you in your life is celebrating this week. Yep. All right. So is your thought that Drew Barrymore is listening and she will hear your message, or are you just trying to put good vibrations out there into the atmosphere and you know that that'll eventually help? Yeah, I hope Drew listens to this and this song, this birthday song go out to her. Yeah, it would make her very happy. Okay, I hope yeah. she's listening too then. All right, Dewan. thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how he just kind of peters out. I think he loses interest in Kevin Abin. Now, another thing that started that I had completely forgotten about was that Kevin and Bean were syndicated into Fresno. And they suddenly found out that they were doing something on another station in Fresno. Fresno, what you sipping? <laughs> so they started taking calls from people, and that's all it was. Fresno, what you sipping? So, yeah, they just took people who were day drinking, and they told him what they were sipping. Okay, now the big story of that week was, of course, Ralph was fascinated by the new film Sharktopus that was being done by Sci-Fi. Damn you, Sharktopus! So he was lobbying for a part in it. Now they had an executive from the Sci-Fi Network on, and so Ralph made a little uh, production piece with Omar. Damn it, Admiral. How many more innocent people have to die before you let me take control of this operation? Because besides my doctorate in marine paleontology, I'm also a former Navy SEAL. And I'm your last, best hope for stopping this creature. Don't be a fool, Admiral. Your conventional weapons have no chance against Sharktopus. Our only hope is for me to get close to the creature and launch the cephalopod cellular disruptor I've invented. It's experimental, but it just might work. Admiral! Admiral! The damn fool. Clark, I'm going up on deck to check on the sensor array. Hmm, this is odd. The sensors are working perfectly. But there doesn't seem to be any marine life for miles. It's as if they're all afraid of something. It's quiet. Almost too quiet. Shocktopus! Save your bullets, Anderson! There's only one thing that's gonna stop this monster, and that's this device of mine! And I'm gonna have to stick it right down this bastard's throat! Come on, you son of a bitch! Come and get me! Damn! 
Dr. Achilles Hardigan gives his life really? to Come stop on. the shark <laughs> Wow. I love it. I love it. You're not available for the sequel, that means, but I love it. <laughs> but my twin Dick. brother, Dr. Hercules Hardigan, would be available. So what do you think, Tom? Is there room for for Ralph's vision in the Sharktopus movie that you've got? I think, um, um, well, well, we'll have our people call his people. <laughs> <laughs> that is showbiz talk for go F yourself. That is no thank you. I don't, I don't, can I I don't think the, that... Could I have the role of the admiral? <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? I'd like to do that. I could. So Ralph was trying. So we know there'll be more to that story coming up in the future. So it was a very important birthday that week. This was February 26th. Corinne Bale Rea. An unforgettable moment with Cor- an unforgettable moment with Corinne Bale. Ra- wow, an un- <laughs> Cor- Corinne Bale Ray. An unforgettable moment with Cor- an un- <laughs> Let's do it again. Okay, just one thing that kind of came up randomly. It was a word story. You know how Bean likes to bring in word stories about a woman who had no vagina and got pregnant. Well, it turned out to be kind of bogus. But anyway, the lovely Lisa May, I think she kind of summed up the whole show that day. Two men are fighting over a woman with no vagina. So well said, Lisa. (laughs) Well, that was the flashback from 22 to 26, 2010. I remember when uh, they used to do, uh, when Grammy season would roll around, they would always do Kevin clips. That was just hilarious. Mm -hmm. He did a Maroon 5. That was the one I always remember. Kevin had a whole whole bunch of... uh, Grammy fails that were pretty funny. Yeah, it might have only been like two people, but he failed so much. It just seems like there's a, there's a thousand of them out there. So this has come up on a couple of the cup of tea in a chat crowdcasts. Why Bean is pretty sad. He's certainly been manifesting a few deaths lately. The most recent one being Larry King, who died right after Bean talked about him. One of the first instances of Bean being pretty sad about people dying was I think Willie Nelson, but this clip talks about a different reason he's pre-sad with the jingle. We found out something about Bean that is uh, odd, and we worked with him for a long time, and we keep finding out things that are just bizarre. Yeah. The last thing was his chocolate milk hoarding disaster plan or whatever. (laughs) The hoarding, Uh, the mixing. The hiding from the wife. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's all weird, but we found out recently that he is, uh, Bean is pre-sad. For things that he that he knows is gonna happen are gonna happen in the future, mm-hmm. they haven't happened yet. Right, but they're gonna. So he's sad now. But I thought that was pretty normal, though. No. Why is being <laughs> I think most of us pretty much try to wait. Until said thing happens, and then if you're sad, you're sad. Yeah, being pre-sad is odd because don't you have enough to be sad about when now? it happens? Oh, or now I'm saying that you don't need to add things in the future that are going to happen. Look, you're you guys sad all, all the time. 
You guys know how the human brain works. It's very difficult Not to your push. your human brain. <laughs> it's very difficult to push something out of your brain. It's very difficult to to not have a thought. You can't really have any hey, control look, you over can it. be not looking forward to something. You could, you know, even be, you know, filled with a little dread, like, oh, you know, someday my pet's going to die or whatever. That's going to be a bummer when that happens. But to actually uh-huh. feel, feel sadness about that event before it happens, that is not normal. I am surprised to hear you say that because it did not seem abnormal to me. Because well, yeah, nothing yeah. you do seems abnormal to you. Right. The way this got started, by the way, if you'll recall, the way this uh, presented itself to you is we were doing thanks for that tweet being one time, and and Ralph, you read the tweet about how I was pretty sad about Willie Nelson dying. One, <laughs> yes, that's you how you're it already sad because you know Willie Nelson will be dead someday. I'm super sad because he's in his 80s now, and but, who knows who knows how much time he has left. But it can't be too long, and we're gonna we're gonna lose him, and there'll be no more Willie Nelson. Right, and I think right. that makes the world a poorer place. But sure, me, when that happens, then you'll be sad about it. But let me just clarify: he's he's not sick. Nope. We well, don't have any fine. information that it might be any day. Nope. He's fine. Fine. Right, but but he's still old, and he can't you know can't continue the pace he's at and making the records and stuff like that forever. I mean, at some point we run out of Willie Willie time, and that right, just makes. But, don't, makes me sad. So don't you sort of wait until you're out of Willie before you... Won't there be plenty of time to be sad about Willie's gone when Willie's gone? Right. Well, I'm I'm going to be sad then, too. It's not Why like I... Why is being free sad? I'm not borrowing that sadness for, for this sadness. There's plenty of sadness to go around, you guys. That's too much sadness. I can be sad now and sad then. But why, why would you? I don't do it on purpose. It's oh, not like I wake up in the morning it. and go, ooh, what can I be sad about today? What Everything else is you... a choice, man. Everything's a choice. Carl Jung. What else What else are you pre-sad about? Um, I get pretty sad about a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> like uh, you know, we're making, uh, you know, it's the time of year with the holidays uh, coming. We're making uh, travel plans. And uh, uh-huh. my wife and I are going back to England, which I'm excited about. But I was okay. thinking yesterday. That's going to end. J- January 2nd rolls around, man. I'm going to be right back here. That'll be, be behind me. Here. I won't have that to look forward to anymore. That's done. Right. So but I, but I'm here's what the already, rest of- I'm kind of already over the trip now because in my mind, I'm already back and bummed out. But don't you see that as insanity? Don't you want to not be that way? Why like, poop on the good thing you have coming up by mourning it already? The fun of it. You're sucking the fun out of the thing you're looking forward to. The fun of it is the anticipation. Yeah, because you're going, true. you're not exactly sure what's going to happen, but you know you're going to love being there. So from now until you leave should all be good. Also, the fun of it is the fun of it when you're actually there having fun <laughs> with it. Guys, I'm not doing this on purpose. It's Get not some help. <laughs> but what would what could somebody possibly say that would help in that situation? Oh, don't think that way. Yeah, well, stop you can't it. Stop yourself from thinking that way. Oh, I is being <laughs> free Bean, if you couldn't stop yourself from thinking a certain way, there would be no reason for psychiatrists right. or therapists but, at all. Exactly. There'd be no reason for that. There are methods. Because you could never change. Right. It does turn out that it's possible. Yes. To <laughs> change you can, the way you, you think. can change your thinking. But so what What would, what could, like, help me here, Ralph? Oh, I thought I could what help you. What could somebody say in, right between your in, eyes. That, <laughs> in that situation? That would be my help for you. 
Look, I am not a psychologist. I don't know what they would say. But you go to professional, and they sit you down, and they work you through these things. There's there's workbooks, and there's there's exercises, and there's ways of changing your, your, your critical thinking. You could probably find 20 books to read on this, and you love to read. That's true. Except for you'd be sad that when you're done reading them, they'd be over. <laughs> that book's already over. I was really enjoying it. Why is being free There's a whole school of philosophy in psychology called the mindfulness, where what you do is you, you strive to live in the moment and not mourn the past nor fear or anticipate the future, but to engage your life as fully as you can in your present state. And it's a, That's it's probably a, a good practice. Way to go. It's a muscle that you can strengthen by That's using right. it more and more. Now, do you feel, Lisa, do you feel that you've mastered that? Do you, I, have, do you... I don't know that anybody masters it, but I have definitely gotten better at controlling my thoughts. I think, in the moment. Yeah. I think all of us are advanced of the situation where you are being. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. close we are to perfect or mastered. No. But, but, but you're pretty far back there. We're in grad school and you're in elementary school. <laughs> But do you guys? What else are you pretty sad about? Well, I mean, I think I I don't have a list in front of me, but I was just thinking about this uh, yesterday. I saw I can't remember what it was. I saw something that they were talking about some invention or something that was coming that they thought would be available by like twenty thirty, and I thought, ooh, am I going to be around for that? And then I started thinking about all the other cool stuff. Even if I make twenty thirty, all the other cool stuff I'm going to miss. The stuff that comes out in 2050, I will be long gone. We'll have no idea about, and that super bums me out. But you'll have no idea. Who gives a crap? Where you'll be? Maybe you'll, you'll be happy to be gone by then. You'll be dealing with other issues. You're not. Oh, you're not. You're not going to be aware that something that the hoverboard finally came out in 2050, <laughs> and you're not around. I mean, you're that's not going to. That's a great but example. But you're not going to realize that. But I am pre-sad to not be here for the hoverboard. That's a great example. He won't like, have a I, chance I, to be sad in 2050, Kevin. So he's got to be sad now for it. <laughs> Why is how much time in your day do you have to be happy or look forward to things? Because everything's going to end. <laughs> Aren't you pretty happy? <laughs> what That's you, a good one. There's, there's a, the new Avengers yes. movie's coming out in two years. You're probably really going to enjoy that. Well, so that you movie be is going to be over at some that. point. It's going to come out of theaters. <laughs> but it's going it's to start. It's going to be in theaters. So can't he be pretty happy as well as pretty sad? You know, I wonder if uh, I was thinking about Jimmy Kimmel the other day. I wonder if Kimmel is like this, too, because remember, he's the guy, Kevin, that when the ratings would come out and they'd be really, really good sometimes back when they were, right. he would say, yeah, but those are going to drop off. Same sort of thing. Yeah, you, but already I think he, can see, you can already see the future. I honestly think he was sort of doing that to be funny, just to, just because it was raining on our parade kind of like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think he was really upset about that. He so not, he's not my preset brother? No. And even if he was sad about the ratings... Going down, because that was going to happen, he was happy about the ratings being good at that moment, I'm sure. Yeah. I what else are you pretty sad about? Give us one more. I don't have Come it. On, I don't have I don't know. I don't know. Give us one more. I don't have a list one of pre It's just, it's kind of an in general and an overall, overall thing. You That's are right. a party. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. I'm sad one that that more. party's over, though. Oh. Why is being free? I suck so hard. You do, but it's all right.